Well, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Symbol Athletica. Welcome to the conversation. You know, today we're going to talk about um, a modern reality. We're going to talk about how our modern life experiences have evolved to be completely integrated with technical things. These things have become a huge part of our lives. These things themselves and our interaction with them is, many people are arguing, um, a, a defining who we are now more than other things and determining who we might be becoming. So today we're going to look at a reality of modern time and um, we're going to look at a philosophy that we have sanctioned through the adoption of our things. And we're going to talk about how this philosophy might actually serve us if we apply it to our lives, our non-thing lives. So because I'm feeling a little poetic today, I thought I'd call this conversation The Philosophy of Things and a Truth of Being. Welcome to the conversation. All right, the philosophy of things and a truth of being. What's this all about? Well, it stems from the idea that we live in a modern time of obvious and persistent denial. And here's what I mean by that. If you poll most people and ask most people the nature of humans, they would argue that we hate change, that people hate change. But at the same time, the things that we are incorporating more of into our life and forming our lives around, mostly technology, services, and gadgets, technology gadgets is the embodiment of constant, persistent, expected, and accepted change. Here's what we mean by that. You know, most people, the most common device, right, the phone, most people right now listening to this have a phone in their hand or within three feet of you. I know that because the research says that most people have their phone near them at something like 23 hours or 22 hours a day within four feet of you. So this phone, um, regardless of which phone you have and how amazed you are by it, even if you just bought it today, everybody knows that in six months there will be another version of that phone or more features of that phone in a year from now, the phone you want may not even be the phone you have. And 18 months from now, two years from now, it is very likely that the phone you will then own will not be the phone you have now because you anticipate, you expect that device to constantly change. All the technical services we expect to change. We expect... The video games that everybody playing now, we expect there to be a different version of that at some point in the future that's different than the way it is now. We anticipate that. We want that. That's what actually gives it value. So we are incorporating and building our lives around something that is the embodiment of change, although we argue that as human beings, we don't like change. That's a disconnect. There's some cognitive dissonance we should be interested in 
around this idea. But here's what we want to do. We want to dissect the nature of a thing, right? Especially technology things. For this conversation, when I say things, I'm primarily talking about tech devices, these gadgets we have, these phones, these lap, these computers, these wearable devices, these games, these, these, these tech things that we have become such dominant parts of our life and lifestyles and how we spend a lot of a majority of our time. So with all of these devices, there are two things we want to focus on that are going to be the centerpiece of the, today's conversation. The first aspect is that of upgrades. We all anticipate, know, understand, ex- and expect and adjust to the idea of upgrades, which means that once we get a thing there and it starts to interact in real time with an environment, there are going to be problems or things that come up that require modest changes, adjustments. And we're going to realize that making these modest adjustments, making these modest little changes based upon real-time feedback, you know, things that are happening, will enhance the experience of the thing. Some of them are going to be critical. You know, when you think about a computer, you have these upgrades that might plug a security hole, or you have this glitch that might be eliminated. You know, when it first was when it was first released, it was overlooked or unknown, but it came to be known and it came to be a something that you could address through a minor adjustment. So there's the idea of upgrades. But then there's also the idea of new versions. In the case of devices, it can be a whole new device. You go from iPhone whatever number you have to the iPhone next number in the line of numbers. Or you have, you know, version such and such of software on your computer. You have version 10. You expect there at some point to be a version 11 or a version 12. And what separate, what makes the versions, these new versions different than upgrades is they're not just minor changes. In most cases, they are fundamental changes to aspects of the system. So here's the nature and challenge and insight for today's conversation. When you look at yourself, when you look at yourself and, and when you look at your habits and the, and the things you do on a daily basis, and you look back across the year, how many identifiable upgrades have you incorporated, right? We already, by nature of us, you know, building around our lives around these devices and, the de- and, and, un- and integrating them into our lives, we understand philosophically the value, just the practical value of upgrades, continual upgrades, right? So where should be, we should, perhaps we should view ourselves in the same way. So what in your nutritional plan, what updates have you done in the last 90 days, six months, year, what updates have you done in your career skill set, your network, your professional network, your business aspirations? What updates have you, in, have you added, have you adopted in the last six months, in the last year? And then the second follow-up question would be, when is the last time you had a version change, a new version a new version being if we use the technology, the technical devices as the model or the metaphor, 
Remember, a version, a new version is a fundamental system level change. It's not just the minor change. So example would be the, the difference between an update and a version change would be, a new version would be, let's just do it about nutrition and dieting. So let's just say you realize that you need to incorporate more healthy fat into your diet, so you start to eat more avocados. That could be an update to your nutritional plan that you've adopted in the last six months, six weeks, a year. That's an update. A new version could be that you plan on having a persistent diet of which 30% of your diet is based on healthy fats and you know other rules. So big system level changes, that's a new version. And you can look at every aspect of your life you might can be looked at in this way, updates and versions. So this is an interesting conversation to have. This is a solo conversation. This is a conversation to have with yourself, right? So, you know, one question would be, when's the last time you had a new version? We have a new version of yourself. Like, when did that go live? And two, which version are you on? If you look back across your life and you look back through your life's journey, and there are going to be some things that require fundamental, in your defin- by your definition, system-level changes. Now, most people will attribute these big changes in their life to external events. Changing, a, changing of a job, moving of a city, getting married, getting out of a marriage, having a, having a child, surviving a death, an accident, these type of external things. Those are, that's one way that you can look at version change requirements. Those are version change requirements. Maybe a, another way to look at it might be instead of looking at the job change, looked at what fundamental, what fundamental changes did you have to make to make the new job available or even possible? These are just ideas. Remember, this is just a conversation. These are just ideas to think about. So that's the idea, this update versus version change idea. If we take the philosophy that drives the value of these technical things which we are integrating so rapidly into our life and we apply that same philosophy to our life, the philosophy of constant change, continual change, updates, and version changing, and we have the same expectation of improved value that we set on devices, on things, if we do that on ourselves, How might that serve us? How might that serve us? You know, this whole, actually, the whole symbol brand is the result of a similar exercise. Because once a year, I have built the habit of, I start this in October. I start in October of every year, I go through... I take the last 90 days of a year and I do a, a fairly comprehensive assessment. Some years better than others, but I always have the same mission. I try to look at where I'm at, what's going on, look at my dominant habits, how they're serving me, look at where I am, what's going happening. And then I try to intentionally upgrade. I try to intentionally, consciously version change myself by the end of the year. It started off 
by me just having the tradition of doing a 90-day kind of get fit personal transformation challenge. I've done this for more than a decade. Um, where I take the 90 days of the last 90 days of the year and I try to clean up everything that I can, you know, eat right, supplement, take, work out, do all the right stuff as hard as I can, as much as I can for 90 days. And then I end this quest at the end of the year so that on the beginning of the new year, I'm celebrating my transformation, my version change, my personal challenge. I celebrate finishing mine where the majority of the rest of the world is announcing starting theirs because they're starting their New Year's resolutions. And this, me finishing as others starting, is just a little, it's mental candy, right? It just makes me feel special. And I, I encourage as many other people to play this game with yourself as you can because you will see what I have come to know. It does, in fact, make you feel good about yourself when you are celebrating January 1, you're standing at the finish line, hands raised in victory, and everybody else is announcing what their New Year's resolutions are. Makes you feel a little bit ahead of the game. So because of that, last year, actually, um, part of my versioning effort was to go through the process of taking an idea to reality, creating a new brand and actually taking it to a physical reality as a real could be business. That was the challenge. So I had I wanted to go through all the different processes, all the different things, learn the platforms, just do all the little things required to go from an idea to reality. And in that process, came up with the idea of Symbol, the purpose driven brand. And it resonated deeply with me. So I decided to to stick with it. And as I told other people about it, it resonated with them as well. So it became a thing just like that. So this is a result of the versioning exercises I'm inviting you to take a look at. You know, it's a powerful thing to realize what version you're on. Because one thing when you really start to identify these things and you see your transition and evolution through time, it's it's. Um, it adds to the reasoning and rationale of you being optimistic about the future because you realize that a couple of things. One is you realize that everything's in motion, everything's becoming, but you also realize that you can effectively design some of this. You can, you can, um, you can make conscious updates to yourself and conscious version changes to yourself. And you also realize that you might just be a handful of updates or a few updates or a version change away from everything changing. That's powerful for a lot of people as well. So that's today's conversation. I hope it gave you something to think about. I hope you take that on. I hope you at a minimum just kind of do some self-analysis and and understand if you applied the philosophy that we apply to things, the philosophy of things, to your being, to the truth in your being, it might be an empowering exercise. That's the whole point of this. And I think if you go through the exercise of wondering which version, a major version of yourself that you're on, that's a pretty interesting um, self-workshop to have as well. So with that, my friends, I hope that your next updates serve you powerfully. And I hope that the next version of yourself is the most powerful version of yourself ever. I hope it's your most successful release. And I hope it yields you to greatest degree 
of happiness, satisfaction, and fulfillment. My friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's conversation. Hopefully, give you something to think about. If you know other people that you think might benefit from the random conversation we have here in our quest to get better at stuff, please let them know about this conversation being had here at Symbol Athletica. You just never know when they might vibe with the the spirit of this tribe. I will see everybody or you will hear me (laughs) on the next podcast. By the way, we have a strong list of guests being put together. I am so excited about the people that are raising their hands to be guests on this podcast. And we're going to start that. We're going to start incorporating the guests pretty soon. I am I'm super excited. I can't wait to hear what some of these guests are going to share. So I'm excited if nobody else is. I'm excited about that. See you on the next podcast. So, symbol athletica. Symbol. Symbol is something that stands for something else. Something that means something. We believe that this is both who we are at any given moment and the answer to the question of who we can become if we choose to make these purposeful decisions. We are the best living example of our own beliefs, symbols of our own beliefs. And we believe that success comes, there are two things that are always present in success, movement and challenge, movement and challenge. So Athletica is our acknowledgement that we must be open to and embrace a culture based on movement and challenge. And we believe that these two things combined are a formula for massive, massive happiness as humans. So the Symbol Athletica brand are for people that embrace these ideas. We want to create a global tribe of purpose-driven individuals, all on their own missions, all for their own purposes and all in their own ways. But we want to feed on the success of each other. We want every living example to inspire others to do the same. That is what we're about. Brand of the Purpose Driven. And we thank you for your support.